You are now listening to the Do Well Collective Podcast, where we help Christian millennials put their faith to work through authentic conversations and community. Keeping in step with our theme of hope, we discuss in this episode the relationship between hope and our work ethic and why Christians should be some of the hardest working people on earth. If you are looking for a fresh perspective on work, then this episode is for you. Now, before we jump in, we want to hear from you. At Do Well, we appreciate feedback and we'd love to receive yours. So give this episode a listen and please leave us a review. In our following episodes, it may be your review that you hear. We will pick one review and give a shout out to that person. You never know, it could be you. Now, without further ado, let's jump right into the episode. Hello, hello. This is the Do Well Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Bass. And I'm Jalen Havier. Hey, thank you guys for listening. This is episode two. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back again to season two of the Do Well Collective Podcast, man. Episode two right here. Man, today we we first want to start off, man. I, I don't think we said it to him last time and I'm thinking about it, but happy new year to everybody out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little, we sure little, did it. A little, little, little behind. It's all right. You know, man. Happy happy new year to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> dang, that's true. Right. How rude of us. Right, right. Like yeah. they, ain't, they ain't even think they ain't even knowledge it was a new year to them. Yeah, just, I know, we right? Like in it. Nah. <laughs> but we happy new year to you. Uh, to everybody out there, man. Uh, yeah, happy man, new year. I tell you, it's it's is with this whole year right here, man, I already know. You know, this is that time where the resolutions are in full effect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, 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 well, I don't know. I don't know this year, but usually the gyms are popping. You know what I'm Bruh, saying? They, yeah, the, usually the gyms, but they're, but you know what people are doing though? They going to those home workout. They doing boy. like the, the beach bodies and boy. the apps, all of those apps, man. Boy, going hard out here. They making a book. Boy, it's, yes, it's bro. They getting it. Oh, they getting it right now. This, this is. This is the bread and butter season. My goodness. Yes, like yeah. everybody's jumping on it too. Just like yeah. Peloton, Lululemon, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Beach Body, Bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Telling you, um, man. Fit app. Yep. I mean, there's just so many. And yes, also sir. the YouTube influencers. Oh, the YouTube influencers are going crazy. Chloe Ting and all uh, you different. Chloe Ting. Chloe Ting. Yeah, look, Chloe Ting. Chloe Ting will mess you up, right? Because she, cause she just, she don't, she don't give you the whole speech. She just go into it and be going crazy. And she just don't make no expression. So you think, oh, this ain't that hard. And then you end up sweating crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jay playing with you. Hey, like, for real. Like, for real. Like, don't let don't let Chloe's little petite, you know, right. fun, cute style fool right. you, man. Fool she she going hard. Right. She'll work you. No, dear, don't don't let it play you. But it make you, you know what I'm saying? Those those resolutions, man. Um, you know, I I, I love it, man, because even though, you know, it gets to a point, of course, where people are like, I right, New Year resolution is cliche, but the thing about New Year's resolutions, I, I do always love them, even if people say they're going to do something and don't do it. I, I still love it because what it shows me is that when we're talking about hope, people still have a desire to still hope for better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Every year, people New Year's resolutions, what they're saying is, I still, even if I haven't put in the work to do it, that that doesn't mean that I still don't have a hope for something better. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And um, that is something that all of us have to to have to lock in on, man, because this life that we live, man, like, you know, we all want to live a life where we not only hope for better, but we mm-hmm. strive for better. But we strive for better. That's true. And I've always been a supporter of New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I know that some people are against it. They think is, you know, it's not meaningful and it's a waste of time and, you know, people don't stick with them and this right, and that. Right. Um, but I love to take a macro approach to New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. go into like the specific details, mm-hmm. like, you know, this is my New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how I'm going to follow it to the T. Right. You know? Right. Now, I, I don't codify it, mm, but I mm. do have like a broad approach to it to where like this is the kind of year that I, I have. And I usually ask the Lord to give me a word for the year. Oh, that's good. And, you know, that helps me to to just to keep up the perspective that God wants me to have for the year. Wow. You know, no matter what happens in the year. Yeah. Um, for example, focus was the word um, for was our family's word in 2020. Mm, that's good. And little did I know how much that word was going to be needed. And um, the Lord was like, hey, I need you to focus on me wow. in 2020 because wow. there's going to be so much happening around you. Mm. So much that happens to your family mm. um, that you're going to need to focus on me. And I'm so thankful for that resolution where I was like, hey, I'm going to focus on the Lord. I'm going to have this kind of year um, that that and I'm going to focus on like the things that God has called me to focus on. Yes. And, you know, just last little thing here. The focus was on like focus on the Lord, but it also was a call to to folk. I, I didn't even know it at the time, but the Lord was bringing things to focus for me. Wow. Like, what is what is Craig's? goals like what is craig's uh giftings Mm -hmm. what is craig called to specifically Mm. um and a lot of those things were brought to focus this year wow and that helps a lot and that's why i enjoy resolutions man that's so good yo i I love that you said that um that focus man and and that you said that you have a a, something that you're going toward for your year man because Mm -hmm. like you said when we don't have a focus um it it leaves us aimless. And um, the thing about being aimless, man, like after a while, being aimless gets tiring. You know, it sure does. It gets so tiring. Um, And and not only does it get tiring, but it gets frustrating and it will waste, man, so much of your life um, if you don't have one. Um, I know we were talking about this even the other day where, um, like where it's like, okay, well, what 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 long term goals do you have? What long term ambitions do you have? And I remember, I remember you asking me that, and I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, that's kind of a hard thing for me to um, answer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I had to do a lot of re, you know, some self evaluation on that, you know, and, and realize, okay, you know, there's nothing wrong with coming to grips with the reality that, okay as much as I want to project of what I think my next, what 10 years are looking like for me 
after this, I know that's a lot of, you know, I can do certain things, but then of course uh, it's all still in the hands of the Lord, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know that. And, and if, if, if last year didn't teach us anything, <laughs> <laughs> not to bring that back up, but uh, yeah, you know, I know, right. right? Yeah. But, yeah. But, to to but, manage those expectations. Right. But it did. But, but what I had to come to realization is that part of my hope, um, I think part of my hope was a, was fractured, you know what I mean? And not by last year, but just in general, like the hope that I hold on my own, I think yeah. um, some of it was fractured. And you can see that um, a lot of times where it would be like, dang, like I should be more ambitious about stuff or I should be mm-hmm. striving toward things. I should have certain hard goals that I'm really fighting to get toward. And when I could identify in my life, like, dang, I'm not doing that. Okay, well, what's the reason? It's hope. It's a lack. Mm. It's a lack of hope in that specific area, mm. um, and so that was a hard thing to accept. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, like why? Why is your hope so low? You know what I'm saying? And um, when we aren't functioning in hope, it leaves us. Hope. Hope gives us. Um, hope is like what's the word? Like binoculars. Hope mm. gives us binoculars, right? Where we can see further than we are. But when you forfeit hope or when you are just not able to muster hope, hope on, uh, uh, hopelessness only allows you to see right where you are. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is that is not where we need to stay um, as people. It's not a healthy place to stay in. You no, should be aware, not. but not staying there. No, no. Despondency and resignation are the enemies of hope. Mm, they mm, really mm. are. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> despondency, <laughs> despondency and resignation are the enemies of hope. My God. And it's really important that if those things have taken root and you're starting to see you know, the, them sprout in your life and in your heart mm-hmm. It's really important that you go ahead and get them weed whackers. Um, <laughs> get the weed whackers, man. Uh, because if that thing grows, boy, ooh, if that thing grows to a place where you can't control it and, and we, and we see that time and time again, you know, people, you know, in our families and in our world, they get to this place in life where they just think everything is hopeless. Yeah. You know, everything yeah. is meaningless. Yeah. Like there is no hope in the world. Everything's mm-hmm. meaningless. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is negative. Just like negative Nancy's. Mm-hmm. Just everything is just wrong and nothing ever can be right. And mm-hmm. Ooh, but, but it always, mm-hmm. it starts small. Something yeah. happened in their life. Yeah. For them to get that way. Mm-hmm. And they didn't catch it when it was when it was um an infant you know they didn't catch it Come on. when it when it was just starting to 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 show and sprout yes and it's important to catch it early because we we have to operate out of hope especially you know, if you are a follower of Jesus that is a tenet of our faith yes is to walk in hope yes uh, and, and that's why I love New Year's resolutions. I, I do. I yeah. think it gives people an opportunity to aspire, mm-hmm. to, to hope, and mm-hmm. you know, to dream. Yes, because yes. God loves that. He loves it when we hope for mm-hmm. something. Yes. Um. And and hope inspires a good work ethic. 
Yes, yes, it does. When you have hope and you're hoping and aspiring towards something, it is going to propel you to take action. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that is and that is our thing where when we are functioning hope, we are so prepared propelled to take action that that's when you start to be able to start seeing those things that you hope for come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it, it's it's. I don't want to say for, I'm, I'm not going this deep down, but like kind of like when they say like a self-fulfilling prophecy, like you will you put it out. You know what I'm saying? You thinking about it and you like you want to move toward that thing. But it's like, OK, if you don't start with any hope to ever accomplish it or if you don't even have the hope that you believe that it's accomplishable, you know, yeah. what I mean, it, 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 you're not going to get there. So like you said, exactly. man, having those New Year's resolutions and even further, right, having an environment that fosters aspiration is so important. Like, and that's for the believer, that's for the non that that's for everyone. Like when you are around someone or, or, or able to put yourself in an environment or even in a mindset that, hey, I want better. I recognize where I am, but I want better. I want to do better. I want to be better as a person, you know what I mean? It has to start with a place like, well, can I be? And can I be? And and you have to be so resolved in yourself to know like, yes, you can, you can, you can be better. We can be better. This situation can be better, um, no matter how bleak it looks. And that Mm -hmm. is the essence of hope, believing and accepting, regardless of how it looks, accepting that this thing can and can get better, man. Mm, hmm. Yeah. And I'm thinking about that scripture in Romans. I believe it's Romans four mm. where it said um, suffering produces perseverance, mm. perseverance, character and mm. character, hope. Yes. And oh, hope, that's good. Yeah. And hope will not disappoint us because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. You better. Craig, you better. Better preach, brother. Better preach. Uh, <laughs> preach, <laughs> preach, brother. No, man, but, but for real, like, yes, that's that is the hope that we have, and it, it is a process. I love how it's a process. You know, yes. you first you have suffering, yes, and then when you persevere through the suffering, character starts to develop. Mm-hmm. You start to get stronger. Mm-hmm. You start to get wiser. Mm-hmm. You start to get smarter. Yeah, and then as that character grows. Your hope grows. That's so good. Isn't bro. that awesome? Ooh, that's good. Dude. <laughs> oh Isn't that awesome? That is amazing. And so what I love about that, like God is saying, hey, you have a part to play. Come on. Come on. And come you on. have a responsibility in this. Come on. I'll make sure you have the hope yeah. because my love has been poured out in your heart. Yes. Come on, dude. I'll give you, I'll make sure you have all the hope you need because of come the on, love. Dude that I have for you. Yes. Sir. But persevering through suffering mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and developing character, mm-hmm. that is our responsibility. It's our responsibility. And what I love about what you said, it's our responsibility to act on this hope, to take this hope into action. And when I think about it, like I'm picturing hope, right? Because when you said it's a process, I picture like um, I picture like a person going down a road, like passing different um, different signs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I look at it like this, right? 
like you said, God has God's God, his love for us and his and his 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 ultimate gift of Jesus Christ was is is our ultimate overarching hope where and and i look at it like this right imagine if a person is walking down a road and before that person ever gets to that road let's say the road is already paved or whatever that road is already paved out for you to walk down it that Mm -hmm. does not so let's say that that's the hope that god gave us he paved this road out for us for us to walk down now does that stop us from having to walk down the road no nah but that hope is that foundation that is already laid out that if we will walk down this road, if yes. we will keep walking on that hope that he has already set up for us, we will get to the destination that we are seeking to reach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hope will be there with us the whole time. And hope will be there. Yes. Yes. Hope is not something you get at the end of the journey. Hope is what carries you through the journey. Ooh, t- that's good. Ah. Lord have mercy. That's good. Hey, Jay, hey, Jill and I, we grew up in the the, the Southern Church. Yeah. The <laughs> when you hear us do that, it's because like that. That's Ooh. how it is in our churches. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of call and response. Like, yeah, hey, <laughs> it's, it's been good to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. But like, hope Goodness. carries you through the journey. Yeah. And it's something that you need before you even start. You know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Mm. And hope is what propels you to take that first step. Yes. And that's why it's so important to have a good work ethic. Mm -hmm. And this is an area in my life where I have been searching and getting wisdom on Mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm starting to understand better that you have to have a good work ethic. Have to. Like b- b- being a Christian doesn't excuse you from 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 per- per- pursuing. It doesn't mm-hmm. excuse you for you know for for doing everything that you can to succeed. Mm-mm. Like we should actually be the hardest working people on earth. We should be the hardest working, functioning in the highest level of excellency. That, yes, I mean, like I, I remember. Uh, there's a, there's a Christian, uh, she, she, she's a beast and she does a bunch of stuff. So I don't even know what to say necessarily, but a uh, lady named Jackie Hill Perry. She okay, said, yeah, yeah. Jackie Hill Perry. She said this one time she was like, she was just talking about rapping at the time, but she was like, if we are the people who are saying that we are under the influence of the spirit of God and we, <laughs> and we are submitted to the God of the universe. Why wouldn't what we make be the best it could ever be? <laughs> and I can was like, be the best, the best. And I'm like, that makes that makes sense. Like, yes. it makes perfect sense. Um, and like you said, that work ethic is uh something that like you said, oh man, that has been something for me as well to had to really reckon with and grow in. You know what I mean? And and learn and honestly learn how to to foster it you know what i'm saying because it i used to think it was just like man okay good work ethic is just you do oh instead of working your eight hours bro just work 24 like you know what i'm saying like it's like no no it's not just about the amount of time but it's about the dedication and the focus and the effort and you know the Mm -hmm. the the dedication to being as excellent as you can be even if it's not in no super long amount of time it's just 
you know, and your consistency. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, and that's what hope calls for. Um, and hope pushes us to to work like that because we know you you work with that type of work ethic. When it's hope involved, you work with that type of work ethic because you truly believe and know that what you're working toward is worthwhile, that it's going to be purposeful, that it's going to be beneficial and not just have to be toward yourself, but to everyone else out there. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was thinking about what you just said on our work ethic and because we are inspired by the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. you know, the living God is 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 living in us. In us. That our work ethic should follow the hope that is living inside of us. Right. And it reminds me of um, the Renaissance era in Europe. And a lot of the churches and artwork and paintings that came out of that era um, and even, you know, events outside of it um, and people that are not in Europe. Uh, but I've, I've spent a lot of time in Europe um, and I, I visited some really beautiful places mm -hmm. uh, like cathedrals and churches and mm -hmm. structures that were built by the Catholic Church. Um, and there are even some. Uh, places in, in the United States that are very beautiful. For example, I live across the street from um, a Catholic college wow. and they have um, this basilica that is just beautiful. A what um, now? Wait, it's, one called time? A it's called a basilica. Hey, I don't exactly know what a basilica is. I, I never looked it up. I, love that <laughs> I don't know what a basilica is, but it's very beautiful. Um, like there's just the dome of, of this building is just, it's, it's beautiful. And the building is excellent. Just the edifice is something that can be seen from for miles. Uh -huh. And um, uh -huh. just like people who did art, who that were inspired by by Christian theology, wow. they created these beautiful things. Like you know, the Sistine Chapel in in Rome that wow. was done between 1508 and 1512 by Michelangelo, uh -huh. and it, it's just this beautiful. Um, display of someone being inspired by the gospel wow and now it's known all over the world and and it's been hundreds of years since it's been done and it's still being celebrated wow. so we see that people have been doing this kind of work for generations and a lot of the things that we admire and that um just has a lot of respect in our our world um it's been shared by people of different faith as well but you know, spiritual revelation or some kind of religious, um, religious grounding inspire people to create these excellent pieces of work. Wow. And I think that's so important because mm -hmm. God has called us to create. Yes. Yes. Come, mm. I, that's so good because he mm. is a creator. Yes. And bro. he said, I want all everyone to be, every human being is made in my image. Amen. So we share in that that piece of his character as creators. Yes. And so it's so important for us to have a good work ethic yes. and, and to create things that are beautiful, that are inspired by God. Yes. And I think that is, man, like you said, creating, man, we are made in his image and made to mirror what he does. And what he did was create and create beautifully beautiful things, the greatest things ever. So like you said, our whole lives, our whole lives, 
should be a psalm of excellent creation. Mm, that's so good. You no, know? and um, yeah. and 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 it all will part of it will all will stem back to like you said that work ethic and um a person that man it, you know we're coming it's it's, it's January 9th, and which is just wow you know what I mean in just but um, it, it reminds me of a person, man, who, you know, and I'm not saying necessarily anything about his religious beliefs or anything. I'm not. Yeah, he, 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 he was Catholic. Catholic. Right. He was Catholic. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, he was Catholic. Um, but we're almost at a year anniversary of the passing of um, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And when you look at Kobe Bryant, if there was nothing else <laughs> that you could say about him, his life. And the time that we knew of him was a, 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 a masterful display of incredible work ethic and a, and a, and a, and a dedication to excellency. Yes. It did not matter what that man was doing. He was fully in trying to strive to be better um, in himself and strive to do the most excellent work that he could do. Um, mamba mentality. <laughs> mamba mentality. That's what they called it. Like his work ethic was so apparent mm-hmm. and so inspiring that people put a name on it and put they called it Mamba mentality. And there are books written about this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> people wrote books about multiple books. <laughs> multiple books. You know, they talk about it. They got t-shirts and mm-hmm. and gear that you, you talk about mama mentality. You know, you could be in a normal conversation, someone can drop mama mentality and they know exactly what you mean. What you mean, yes, bro. And I think that is inspiring mm-hmm. and is it's a great, I think it's is really good for us to focus on that. Mm-hmm. As an example of why work ethic is important, because when you have a good work ethic, it can inspire people. Yes, like okay. the work that comes out of it, the the results, the product of your mm-hmm. work ethic mm-hmm. can inspire people, mm-hmm. and that's that's what God wants us to do. He wants our lives to be a reflection of Him. Yes. So that it can inspire people to follow him exactly. and also inspire people to go and create as well. Yeah, to create as well, because like you said, we all won't be able to function. We all aren't created to uh, do the exact same things, um, like whether it's vocation or all given the same type of talent. But we all are given the same responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so I think about the guy in the Bible, the, the story in the Bible, where it's like uh, there's the story of talents where there's one person that was given 10, yep. one person was given five and one per, uh, was it 10, was it five? And then one was just given one. And the person with 10, they worked it and got double. And the person with five, they worked it and got double. And the person with one, they didn't work it. They hid it. And they, hid it. they were the only person that when the person, when the, uh, the, the owner, he came back, he was frustrated with. Um, and he was angry with because they had something and that's all of us. It, it, it does not matter if you feel like, okay, man, I'm not as, you know, uh, I'm not as, I'm not as athletic as Kobe Bryant or mm-hmm. I'm not as, um, like just, I'm not as, I don't feel like I'm as smart as Einstein or, or, or Elon Musk or something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? but you have something. Yes, you do. You have something that is God given that is uh, beautiful, 
that is gold, you know, it, that is like gold. And if you will um, not first thing, if you will look at it and recognize that, man, I this thing can be better. I can use this thing to give hope. I can use hope to push me toward what I need to achieve. And this can help other people down the line and it can do mm -hmm. good things. And all in the midst of this, this can glorify God. They sure can. Earth, this will glorify God, man. There, there, then you have to push, man, because man, every one of us has something in us. I, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite rappers, uh, Jay Z, one of my favorite rappers. Hey, As a man, listen, goat things. You know what I'm saying? Goat things. Um, <laughs> but I remember him saying something like, he said, "Everyone has genius level talent." Mm -hmm. He said, "Every person has genius level talent. It's just about." Putting putting in the work and recognizing what it is, and then being willing to act on it. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing that I'm like, "Yo, that's real!" Like, and I really do, you know, believe that. And and it's not all about just the job. It's not all about just this special talent, bro. Some of us have genius level ability, and not just genius level, but some of us have a God given anointing to serve people, to be able to um build stuff to be able to speak to people to be able to encourage people some of us have god-given abilities and that that are just like so supernaturally built for us to function in that when we will give ourselves over to that um to the glory of god man it will not only help the world but man it will give hope man you know what i'm gonna quote um one of the the greatest philosophers of our generation mm. and one of my favorite rappers yeah nasty nas hey right hey. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, ironically that would be the two that would be. <laughs> so hey you know what i'm actually on the other side of you know one of my favorite rappers you you and jay-z I'm, I'm sorry, I'm with Nas, man. I'm with hey, Nas. And you hey, know, hey. like, Nas won that rap battle back in the day, just to let you know. He did. Not, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. That's all right. He, he, he did. He won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta take your L somewhere. <laughs> Gotta take your L somewhere, right? But, like, no, he, he says this in this song, one of my favorite albums. I forget the album of... Gosh, I forget the album, but it came back and I think, like, came out, like, 2012, 2013. Mm. Oh, life is good. Is good. Yeah, life is good. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Nas albums. And this song called "Reach Out." He said, "I like to teach and build with brothers about how easy it is to reach a meal. All you need is some skill. Then mm. it's grind time." Mm, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I love what he said there because wow, when you focus on what you have. Come on, come on. He said, all you need is a skill. Come on, come on. When you focus on what you have come on. and you build on that, like, man, hey, I don't have this. And and I think that is that is a part of maturing is come accepting on. your limitations. Come on. Oh, man, that's good. Come on. Accepting come on. your limitations and also accepting your gifts come because on. everyone has something to offer. Everyone has something. Yeah. And it's really important that we do focus on what it is that we have. So yes. when you focus on the skills and the things that God is giving you, you can accomplish great things. Yes. And, um, you know, as we get ready to wrap up this episode, 
I, I wanted to bring up Apostle Paul. Mm, mm-hmm. Because Apostle Paul had an amazing perspective of of himself that is actually countercultural to our time. Mm. Because a lot of people they they connect um like you have to have this big bold personality and you you need to be someone who is kind of like self-assured and right. you know pull yourself up by your bootstraps right. in order to yeah you got to have this certain like attack attitude right to be a, a successful person like like no that's actually a worldly mindset that is actually tied up into a lot of our american ideologies and our pride. um yeah. and our and our pride just point blank period and a lot of folks, they think that, okay, if you walk in humility, then you're actually, you know, you walk in a little softer, you know, but right. true humility actually is, is, is true humility in a, from a biblical perspective is how we are supposed to accomplish our goals. Come on. Come and on. I love what Paul talked about in first Corinthians 15, when he's like, for I am the least of the apostles. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said the apostles. <laughs> I said hey. the apostles. That's the first. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, hey, I'm going to start calling them the apostles. Like they are like a super power team. Superhero team. The apostles. But he says this, though, in, in verse 9 of 1 Corinthians 15 For I am the least of the apostles mm. and do not even deserve to be called an apostle mm. because I persecuted the church. Mm. Verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me was not without effect. No, mm. I worked harder than all of them, mm. yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. My God. So Ooh. that is biblical perspective. That is mm. that is how we're supposed to walk. Yes. We're supposed to be humble yes. that we do not deserve the grace we have received. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, by that grace, mm-hmm. we work harder than everybody else. Work harder because it's out of out of appreciation, gratefulness to what has been given to us. <laughs> man, that is beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. Yeah. So hey. Rest in your hope that comes with Christ. And as you get ready to to journey into this new year, mm-hmm. let's focus, y'all. Let's uh, focus, man. Yeah, let, let's keep pursuing. Let's keep working hard. Let's build on our on our strengths. Yes. Uh, so we can accomplish all that God has for us. Yes, man. Whew, I love it. <laughs> well, man, we, we thank y'all again, man. Oh, my gosh. We thank y'all again. Until next time. Do Well Collective Podcast. Talk to you later. We out. Hey, it's Craig from the Do Well Collective. Thank you so much for listening. At Do Well, our mission is to see your faith come alive and be put to work. As we learned in this conversation, this takes hope. And our hope is that this episode encouraged you. If it did, please subscribe for more content and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. As always, stay blessed and let's do well.